With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is Hour 2 on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We got some more cancellations with college football. We'll dive into that topic coming up here in a little bit. Phone calls are always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We have a little bit of sunshine in Augusta. There's a rain delay and it looks like the uh, golfers on the range. Not everybody's going to get their round in today. Now, you do have the two-hour rain delay, but also factor in the loss of daylight. Daylight savings, and you're probably going to have to finish your round by 5 o'clock East Coast time, and there will be uh, a significant number of players who will not finish their rounds today. I think the weather as we progress into the weekend supposed to be significantly better but uh, there are going to be some players who have to show up early tomorrow morning to finish their first round and then get started on their second round. Football tonight, it's the Coltons and the uh, Titans. Um, Ohio State and Maryland has been canceled. Four SEC games postponed. Difference between Ohio State and Maryland. That's canceled, will not be made up. The SEC games postponed, and hopefully they will be able to make those up. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dp show. Say good morning to Peacock. 
This has been great. Thank you for all of you who have gone and uh, downloaded the Peacock app and watched the show for free all three hours. And uh, Fox Sports Radio lineup, all of our great affiliates around the world, numbering almost 370. Gang's all here, ready to go. McLovin, poll question, did we change it up for hour two? Yeah, the first hour was whose future would you want, Patriots or Jets? Uh, Over 80% won Patriots. Let's go... Which quarterback would you want to build around, Lamar Jackson or mm, Kyler Murray? Mm. Uh, a lot of people are diving into this topic. It's all over Twitter today, even before this. I'm not sure. I think Lamar Jackson's quote yesterday sort of said to people, uh-oh, the Ravens aren't going the right direction. But they're still winning a lot of games. Yeah, they're still good. But I think we're looking at the individual play. Uh, you also factor in the postseason with what happened to Lamar Jackson last year. But... Imagine you were the unanimous MVP the previous year and people are already looking for somebody else as we move forward here. Or they're willing to invest in Kyler Murray more than Lamar Jackson. We've seen enough of both where you've you've got this figured out of what they're going to be like for the next five years. And I do love that time frame. If I give you any quarterback for the next five years, what quarterback are you taking? Joe Burrow? Patrick Mahomes seems obvious. If I take Mahomes out of the equation, Justin Herbert, next five years, who do you have? Kyler Murray's right there because he's doing it with his, he's going to maybe rush for a thousand and throw for over 3,000. That's never happened before. Maybe get his team into the playoffs. Yeah, McLevin. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, with the caveat, oh. you get to build for four years with the salary cap. Mm. So that's part of it, too. Kyler's still cheap. Lamar still. Hasn't gotten paid. But it makes me nervous, though. Joe Burrow with the Bengals makes me nervous with Trevor Lawrence with the Jets. It's not just the quarterback. It's who's with you. And, you know, Cliff Kingsbury may not have been a great head coach in college, but he is a great offensive-minded head coach in the NFL. And that partnership with Kyler Murray is really paying off. It feels like that he, he knew who he wanted. He created the offense specifically for him, the same thing that Carolina did with Cam Newton. And more coaches and more offensive coordinators are doing this. What kind of offense can we run to make you better? It used to be you'd bring in somebody and say, okay, this is our offense. And I think we've done a disservice to some quarterbacks down through the years where you should have been throwing more or allowing a quarterback to run more. And we were kind of stuck in the, you know, the dark ages with our offenses. And then all of a sudden we started to see more teams, more coaches, more offensive coordinators buy into what college is doing. College doesn't borrow from the NFL. It's the other way around. All right. So we have our poll question, McLevin. Yeah. I'll just make a quick argument for the Ravens. Okay. I think the Ravens would be heavily favored against Cardinals head to head. And because they play a conservative style, Lamar isn't a, it doesn't have a spread out field like uh, Kyler yeah, but, Murray. But this isn't about the team. This is about the quarterback. Right. I think if you put Lamar in Arizona, he would put up, uh, we'd have better numbers this year. I think like Kyler's benefiting from everything going on there in Arizona. Well, yeah. if you said you want Kyler Murray and I'd take Lamar Jackson, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like I, I think it's one and one A. There's not a big drop off there. And Kyler would be really good in Baltimore too, probably. Yes, Kyler Murray's going to be good no matter where he is, because he has the ability. He can be Russell Wilson, but more electric. He can make you pay more because his legs. He's one of the faster players in the game. Russ keeps a play alive. He's very smart. Um, he slides. 
Kyler's gonna, Kyler can beat you with a 40-yard run. Russ doesn't do that. Yeah, Paul. You're right, but Kyler Murray, he's, he's a genius about not getting hit. He, he takes the angles. He'll slide way early. Like He could have a 50-yard run, and he'll like, 25's fine. He, out of bounds. It's really genius by him to stay upright. Well, I think I don't want to give him too much credit for avoiding getting hit by somebody who weighs 100 pounds more than him. It's, there are a lot of these quarterbacks who get caught up in, I got to get the extra yard. I got to show how tough I am. And remember when Jim Brown, the great Jim Brown, criticized Franco Harris? Franco Harris would run out of bounds. And we thought, ah, you're no running back. you got to you know, punish those defensive players. And Franco was ahead of his time. Franco was like, um, I don't know. Maybe I avoid a hit and I get out of bounds. I might not get one more yard, but I get out of bounds. Yes, McLovin. You're making it uncomfortable over here. Paulie is stewing because you uh, didn't mention uh, 34 for the Bears. Yeah, but Walter Payton didn't go out of bounds. He still hasn't. I know. <laughs> Never. Occasionally he's pushed out of bounds and I think there's a flag. Um, Isaiah Thomas has done it again. Thank you, Isaiah. He was on uh, Shay Shay. That's uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast. And I don't know what Isaiah's doing, but uh, here is uh, Shannon Sharp talking to Isaiah Thomas about the five toughest players he faced when he was playing. Who would you say are the five toughest players that you've had to face? Again, you know, and, and you can just go by the winning records, right? <laughs> you know, right. Magic, Kareem, Bird, Dr. J, and then I would say Jordan. Okay. You got my attention there. And then um, Shannon Sharp's follow, following up about, you know, Jordan not being in his, uh, you know, the top five. You know, just head to head, you know, I was dominant over him. When all teams met, you know, when you go back and you look at until 91, when I, when I basically had career-ending wrist surgery, up until then, my record against, against, against him and his team, it, it, was, it really wasn't competition there. <laughs> he just wasn't my competition. Now, Bird... He didn't have anything that you wanted. He didn't have no trophies. No. I, and, and like I said, my, my focus was Bird, Magic, Dr. J, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Those were the guys. And that's fair. Like, that part of it is fair because at the time, that's a young Jordan and a Bulls team that wasn't very good, and Isaiah was playing for a very good team with the bad boys. I, that timeline, I'm fine with that. But five toughest players he faced, considering what the bad boys did to Michael Jordan, the Jordan rules, when he went up, when he went to the hoop, you knocked him down. And you're not going to put him in one of the five toughest players you faced? That, to me, it feels like he's sort of trolling Michael Jordan again. And, of course, you know, Michael doesn't mint, mint words. Doesn't like Isaiah Thomas. Certainly doesn't like him now. Didn't like him when they were playing. The whole dream team situation. But let me hear it again. The five toughest players Isaiah Thomas faced. Who would you say are the five toughest players that you've had to face? Again, you know, and, and you can just go by the winning records, right? <laughs> you know, right. Magic, Kareem, Bird, Dr. J, and then I would say Jordan. Okay, but so he puts him fifth, but the, the toughest players you faced, if you're saying, hey, we, we were always better than them. Okay, he was better than Jordan's Bulls. He wasn't better than Jordan, but he was better than Jordan's Bulls. 
I don't know how you can include Michael Jordan in there higher than that. Toughest player I ever faced. And at least be fair to Jordan and say, look, I don't like him. He doesn't like me. When we played, he didn't like me. I didn't like him. And we beat the hell out of him. But you know what? I got to give him credit. He got up and he eventually ended up winning championships. And you could argue he's the greatest player of all time. Like that's the answer that should have happened. But I know they hate each other. And maybe, you know, he, he can't come clean with something like that. Seton? Why is it so impossible for us, I'll say us, to accept someone ranking another player ahead of Michael Jordan in anything? Like, there's actually no even metric for toughness. There's no way to actually measure it. It's just, it's totally um, by someone's opinion, right? You can't, like, point to, like, look at points or titles or anything like that. But just to have a few players who are all great players over Michael Jordan is, like, it's impossible. We can't accept it. There's no, he was the toughest player. You cannot tell me he wasn't. Oh, no. It seems so crazy, like. But I don't know if he's the toughest that we had to face or, or individually the toughest that we faced because there's a difference in that. You know, Bird's teams were better. Dr. J's teams were better. Kareem's teams were better. But as far as toughness, tough to beat you or, that we, or, or tough that we beat you up. But that's why it's like completely subjective. It's like if that's what Isaiah Thomas says, whether he's trolling Jordan or not, that's what he says, because that's his opinion. That's the game that he played and the life he lived. But when you hear Michael Jordan, he can't he has to be even there's four top players <laughs> in the history. Four. Really? But, but if your game what? plan was to beat up Michael Jordan, I mean, they weren't their game plan wasn't beating up Kareem. You know, Bird, they probably were trying to rough up as well, but. Their game plan was to beat up Michael Jordan. So I have to start with that of just pure toughness. When a book was written about the Jordan rules, about how the Pistons approach Michael Jordan. Look, you want to put Bird up there? Uh, They weren't trying to beat up Dr. J. And actually, that's when uh, Isaiah Thomas and the Pistons were beating up Michael Jordan so much that remember then he invented weightlifting? Invented. And he brought weightlifting to the <laughs> NBA. No one had ever lifted weights before until Jordan was like, wait, these guys are going to beat us up. I'm going to start lifting these things no, to no. make us stronger. He invented that. Jordan invented that for the world, not just he, the NBA. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He brought it, yeah. Yeah, to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Paul. But if you're waiting for Isaiah Thomas to say what you want normal people to say, don't hold your breath. He's been doing this for 40 years. He loves making people uncomfortable. <laughs> he likes being difficult. He enjoys it. It's completely calculated by Isaiah, mm-hmm. and he will never go the other way. Yeah. And I'm, I've always been a big fan of his on the court, but he, is, uh, he can make people uncomfortable. But sometimes you hurt your credibility. Like Paul Pierce hurts his credibility as an analyst because he says things that I don't think he really believes. When he talks about LeBron James, he just doesn't like LeBron James. But... You know, he he kind of cuts his legs out from underneath him as an analyst because if you start to say these things about LeBron, you sound silly. And it sounds so petty. Instead of saying, hey, let me give you an honest opinion here. And maybe Isaiah feels that way, and he has every right to feel that way. I just don't think you could say that without <laughs> without at least acknowledging we tried to beat the hell out of Michael Jordan. And he didn't say, you know, hey, you know what we did against Bird? We tried to beat the hell out of him. Or Kareem or Dr. J. Jordan's game plan was they were going to beat the hell out of him. 
they played 59 games head-to-head all-time, including the postseason. The Pistons won 33 times. The Bulls won 26. But given what the Pistons were when Michael was with the Bulls and they weren't very good those first six years, they got a pretty good head start. It didn't last. But they did go out of their way to rough him up, which they wrote a book about it. Not tough. I don't need to stick up for Jordan. I just, you know, Isaiah always gives you that smile. Like he'll say something, he'll go, here's my five. And then he'll go, and then you're going, wait, wait, what? What? Kareem tough? Okay. I don't know. I don't know if everybody, anybody cited his toughness. Dr. J is toughness? I would go, uh, how about his athleticism? Kareem's the greatest scorer of all time. Bird, all right, you tried to beat him up a a little bit there. Multiple guys guarding him. Jordan, we went out and tried to, you know, knock him down every single time we played him. That probably would constitute at least being in the top two. Tough? I don't know. Yeah, Paul. I'm looking forward to how long this beef goes on. Is there going to be like the Hopefully NBA? Hopefully forever. Forever. It really will because the NBA is going to have their 100th anniversary team at the Staples <laughs> Center. And there will be Michael Jordan with a little gut walking out there with a gray beard. And here comes Isaiah. And they put them right next to each other. Uh, and they refuse yeah. to stand next to each other for the ceremony. <laughs> and then someone slaps the floor. And they'll be out there with their walkers. Yeah. I still think you're overrated. This beef brought to you by Jaritol. I wouldn't have you on the dream team. That's good stuff. You froze me out. Yeah, you froze me out. I know. It's good. Good. I miss this. I mean, we took it for granted. I don't like when people get along in sports. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like when there's a little friction in there where, where it really means something. Yeah, Seaton. Plus, it's just nice to be able to talk about Michael Jordan again. It's been about three weeks since we obsessed over uh, some random comment about Michael Jordan. I think it's all the way back to April Seaton with the documentary. Are you kidding me? We just did the whole uh, NBA Finals LeBron legacy versus Jordan. Jordan was in there somewhere, wasn't he? And today's poll is Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Who would you want to Tougher. quarterback your team? Tougher to bring down Tougher Tougher to if Tougher. Jordan had been a quarterback. Right. <laughs> good, good poll. If Jordan had been a quarterback, what quarterback would he be? Yes, McLovin. Your, radio, just, your radio's silent on me. Yeah. I, uh, I had too much Jordan LeBron in the oh, spring. Okay. I can't do it. Yeah. I like how Brett Favre got into uh, the conversation yesterday where basically said that the Eagles and Doug Peterson should have stayed with Nick Foles. And then the Eagles have to respond because it's Brett Favre saying this. And then Carson Wentz has to respond. You know, I do. If I was Doug Peterson, I'd say I was a teammate of Brett Favre's. I love Brett, but you know what? What he has to say doesn't matter to me. And by the way, Brett was replaced too. So, Brett can say whatever he wants. He's a Hall of Famer, but when it comes to my team and my quarterback, this is who I'm going with. That's all. But now Carson Wentz had to say something. Doug Peterson had to say something. Hey, what do you think of Brett Favre saying that you should have stayed with Nick Foles? Yes, for two. I think part of it also was it took a third question from the local media for him to finally say Carson's our starting quarterback. Or maybe he could have answered that the first time. It doesn't show a lot of faith in the quarterback. Instead of saying, I respect Brett Favre as a quarterback. And then finally, after the third push, he said what they were looking for him to say. Something about Carson Wentz being the starter going forward. 
so he should have led with that. Yeah, it wouldn't have required a second and a third question. Then, he started, <laughs> oh, then, then he's getting annoyed and he's getting impatient and you know, the Philly media just right there on the first time it was asked, Carson Wentz, our starting quarterback, and Brett's entitled to his opinion. Let We're me wrong. see if we can get that, that uh, sound. Yes, McLovin. I can't. Every time I see a Favre quote, I hear Seton's voice doing Favre. I can't like imagine Favre himself saying it. I don't know if you guys are like that. It's just hard for me to take Favre quotes seriously. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know how much film he's breaking down or what he's assessing this on or, you know, everything that's included with the injuries and offensive line and all of those things. When, when did Carson Wentz fall off the cliff? Like we got to the point where we said, I don't know. I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback. Soon as the minute Nick Foles won a Super Bowl for Carson Wentz's yeah. team. Yeah. When you handed pretty much when it was over, when you handed Carson, <laughs> um, Nick Foles, the MVP trophy that really dinged his, <laughs> his image. Hmm. He's on the sidelines. So that doesn't help your legacy too nah. much. So I was, I kind of ushered this in when I said, and Nick, you're a Super Bowl champion. And then meanwhile, you got Carson Wentz off to the corner there. You had a front row seat for it. Yeah, I did. Transition. Yep. And there it was right, right in front of me. Pass the baton. Yeah, right here it is. Pass, pass the Lombardi trophy. Yep. Yeah, McLovin. But doesn't he always do like something in a game where like, oh, Carson's back just for a minute and then like eight plays later? He's hard. Has he fallen off a cliff or is he kind of slowly rolling down? Feels like he's getting pushed off a cliff by all these analysts. I, I watch him. I think that he, in his mind or his subconscious, he's always thinking about that knee. Once you have one surgery then you never stop thinking about it especially in a position like that and it just feels like he's he's not comfortable yeah mcclellan he'll probably win the division this year that being said that doesn't that doesn't mean much man he won the division he was six nine and one <laughs> man you proved them wrong all right we'll take a break where are we headed with all these positive tests, these cancellations, a couple of postponements? Are we going to be able to get all of this in? What if Ohio State has another game that they can't play and it has nothing to do with Ohio State? They're not going to be playing in the Big Ten title game. Could Ohio State still get into the Final Four, the college playoffs, with five, five games? Six games. Could they? And can we see a team that maybe like BYU or Texas A&M, trying to get into the Final Four, trying to schedule one another or other games so you can fill up your resume the best you can. We'll take a break, 21 after the hour, and we'll talk to Ohio State's head coach, Ryan Day. He'll join us coming up in an hour from now. Back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Sleep number setting, 100. Quality sleep is more important than ever as we head into winter. And uh, it's not only a natural immunity booster, it also helps with energy and recovery. And I can say this firsthand. When I come in, I'm older than everybody in here. I have more energy than everybody. Yeah, I do, Paulie. Uh, me, I'm sure. You're 100% right. Yes. Even Tyler? Uh, oh, Tyler. Are you kidding? You've been around Tyler? He moves slow. <laughs> Man, doesn't seem like he gets a good night's sleep. But, uh, you know, there are times I come in, Paulie's at his desk, and he's nodding off, and I have to, like, smack in the back of the head and go, Paul, come on, wake up. Very helpful. Yes. But I do it. But I also get a great night's sleep. But I got something. You know, I, I got a home, home bed advantage. Sleep number 360 smart bed, game-changing sleep. During Veterans Day sales, save $1,000 on a special edition smart bed, now $1,799. In a smart bed, not like Todd, the cheap 
you know, cheated off his neighbor's paper. Wow. Uh, exclusive offers for military members for a limited time only at Sleep Number, the Sleep Number store, sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Light. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories for 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Phone calls coming up. We'll see if we can bring back those questions that were posed to Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. Because uh, Brett Favre was interviewed. And uh, Favre, I don't know if he was on first take, but he... uh, was questioning the Eagles staying with Carson Wentz instead of uh, Nick Foles. So 
Of course, Doug Peterson, the head coach, and Carson Wentz had to answer those questions. The second installment of the award-winning drama Save Me comes to Peacock. It's called Save Me Too. Father's search for his missing daughter continues. This season brings more secrets, more suspects, more surprises. Starts uh, streaming Save Me Too today. All right. Got a lot of cancellations, uh, a couple of postponements here. Not sure where we're headed, but... uh, here to help us with our compass is Ross Dellinger. He's Sports Illustrated senior writer covering college football. How did we get to this point, Ross, that we have four games in the SEC that are uh, postponed this weekend? Hey, Ross. Hey, sorry, guys. My internet connection's a little uh, lost this morning. Oh, I thought <laughs> but, uh, you were giving great uh, thought yeah, to my it, question it, there. It's been... <laughs> no, it, it, you're going in and out a little bit on me, but I, I think I caught a, a pe- most of that. Um, uh, yeah, how do we get to this point, right? Uh, it's been it's been a uh, a long uh, few weeks and months, and um, it's uh, it's been a roller coaster, right? In in college sports in general, and everybody's kind of doing their own thing, uh, or we're doing their own thing over the summer, and then we kind of all came together lately to play, and and now we're experiencing you know a second and third uh, wave uh, of the virus, and and uh, the SEC uh, specifically is having a uh, one of those bad weeks that, that that we expected. But we're talking about contract tracing, and this, is, this isn't about COVID as much positive tests as it is just the contact tracing. Is that correct with the SEC? That's correct. Yeah, in, in most cases, it's been uh, about contact tracing at other schools and other conferences as well. It's, it's the biggest hurdle, Dan, in completing a season. And, and physicians knew over the summer – it, it would be. Uh, it's not the positive cases, but it's those high-risk contacts or those deemed to be high-risk contacts, which uh, all conferences are, are, are going by the CDC guidelines, which is uh, a person within uh, six feet for 15 minutes is a high-risk contact. So you can imagine if you have one positive in a football building, you could have five, 10, 15 high-risk contacts. And that's what we're seeing. We've got, there's roughly 10 positives on, on of seven of the eight teams involved in a postponement in the SEC, there's roughly a combined 10 positives. Nobody has more than four, I don't think. Uh, but it's the, the, the high-risk contacts around them uh, that have been quarantined for two weeks. And it's a, it's a big hurdle right now in college sports is, is how to deal with this contact tracing piece. Of course, we know the NFL, you can test out of quarantine after five days. Can't do that in college. I've got Ryan Day, Ohio State's head coach, on next hour. Could you see a scenario where Ohio State doesn't qualify to play for the Big Ten title game, but qualifies to play for the college football playoffs? Um, well, I, I, you know, I guess so. Yeah, conceivably you could. I think they're, uh, they lost a game, so they can't lose. I think it's two more, right? It, you have to play at least six. So I guess Ohio State could be 5-0. and <laughs> Won't play in the, in the Big Ten title uh, but the CFP, because you have that human element, these are people making this as no BCS formula that knowing it's Ohio State, knowing what they've done in the past, seeing them through five games. Um, yeah, I, I guess I never didn't really think about that, but I guess that's possible. But also trying to come up with a rationale for the, uh, the college football playoff committee. If I'm BYU or I'm A&M, and I'm on the outside looking in, could I schedule a game? Could we? Is there a way I can add to my resume so I can be a little bit brighter, shinier to the uh, the playoff committee? Yeah, you, 
You could, and we we we've seen that, right? It, it's been maybe earlier in the season we've seen that, but we've seen games scheduled a week out or two weeks out um, while games are being played, games are being scheduled. Uh, we haven't seen that, I guess, in the last few weeks, um, but we did see it earlier in the year. I know there was some talk that, you know, could we get a BYU Liberty game or something like that, like two undefeated group of five undefeated, undefeated teams. Yeah, I mean, a BYU could scramble in, in play a game. I think they have a look at their schedule recently. I think they had still two off weeks left. So, conceivably they they could schedule someone um the problem is is would it be someone worthwhile um they're not probably going to get a power five in there so it'd have to be a like a you know an undefeated group of five like a liberty or cincinnati Cincinnati, yeah uh, for that yeah for that matter did uh the big 10 make a mistake earlier if a game got uh, canceled that you should be able to go out and schedule and, and the reason why i bring this up nebraska was trying to do this a couple of weeks ago and I had a source say that Ohio State and Michigan were on Nebraska's side because they realized they could be put in this situation. And here you have Ohio State's game against Maryland canceled. I I think this season, Dan, is about flexibility. Uh, and uh, we were on with the SEC commissioner yesterday, and he he has a sign he said in his office said, "Be flexible." This year in 2020, it, it's it you have to be flexible. And the Big Ten has proven not to be flexible, yeah. uh, right? They, they have, they're trying to play nine games in nine weeks. Um, that is obviously offers no flexibility. Uh, they were not allowed teams to, as you mentioned, like Nebraska, you know, grab another game, no flexibility there. Uh, so you're, you're seeing um, that they're, they're doing the opposite of some other conferences, uh, the big 12, the ACC, you've seen them be very flexible, the SEC to an extent, uh, not maybe not as flexible. They had that one COVID kind of bye week um, in there playing a conference only. So they haven't allowed that either. Uh, but you've seen a lot of conferences be flexible. And that's kind of the theme of this year. So I do I do think the Big Ten and, and even to an extent, the SEC should be more flexible or should have been more flexible, specifically with working in off weeks, more off weeks yeah. uh, into their schedules. Why no talk of an 18 playoff this year, given what we need is flexibility? Yeah, yeah, that that was asked to the commission, SEC commissioner yesterday. Uh, he brought up a good point. You know, you, you add more games, they're uh, tougher to complete. Um, we're just trying to get through the games that, that are currently scheduled. So if you expand the playoff, it makes it more difficult, he said, to complete the playoff. And I, I think he's got a point. Um, look, we're on the path and we've been on the path to expanding the playoff. You know, after the contract runs out, I have no doubt the playoff's going to be expanded. I, I really do. I mean, we, we knew Dan, when, when they announced the playoff, it was four teams and there are five power five conferences. We knew that was going to be an issue. And it yeah, has but, but Ross, so, nobody said, Hey, let's just make it like the BCS. It's one versus two. I mean, if, if we want to have the total safety precautions, just have one versus two. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about like this year? Yeah, sure. I mean, if we're worried about safety protocols, safety first. Yeah, (laughs) that's, that's true. I mean, uh, flexibility, right? Yeah. I mean, just tweak it. Uh, of course it, it, you know, we have to always think about the, uh, the money, right? Oh Uh, yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking about. I was thinking (laughs) about the money with 18 playoff. That's why I I was mentioning that. Uh, before I let you go, the PAC 12 is irrelevant. How long does this, how long does this stay with the PAC 12? Not only this year, but in subsequent seasons 
Oh, I think I lost you. Ross, I think I yeah, lost. I'm sorry, you. Dan. My internet connection went out again on me. All right. Well, thank you, Ross. Well, you won't be able to hear me say thank you, Ross, but I'll still say thank you, Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated senior writer covering college football. Yes, Paul. Or was he trying to be nice to the Pac-12 mm. and bl- uh, it, I can't talk Pac-12. They're going to be. <laughs> I hear you. Dan. Love you, Dan. Yes, McLovin. Feels fitting to go out on the Pac-12 yeah, question I know. this I, season. I right? can't even get a question <laughs> in about the Pac-12. Uh, 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 a uh, couple of phone calls in here. Uh, then I want to talk about this situation with the Houston Rockets. Uh, Ray in Texas. Hi, Ray. What's on your mind today? Hey, JP. Hey, bud. Uh, second time caller. Not that it matters. <laughs> um, so one quick question. You always have these amazing broadcasting stories, and I love listening to them. So I was wondering if you ever considered writing a book. I think you would be a fantastic writer. You're a fantastic storyteller. Uh, so, yeah, have you ever considered it? I have, and I've been approached, Ray, but I don't want to do it. Uh, but thank you. I, I was approached by uh, two people, two writers, uh, last year and said, you know, are you interested? And I said, no. I just, I don't know. It just feels like you'll leave something out or you're, you're going to upset somebody. And I, I just, at this stage, I tell the stories. I don't know if there's any new stories that I'm able to tell. And I don't want to get into you know, salacious stuff or, you know, slinging, you know, criticisms or whatever it might be. And I, I, I just don't want to do that. Uh, and I could easily do that because I'm very competitive and, uh, you know, I would want it to be great. I want to win, but no, I, I don't, I don't think so. Yes. McLovin. Yeah. Would you be worried about hurting people's feelings? I mean, yes. even by leaving them out or something. Yeah. It. Yeah. I, it just feels like when you write a book, then you open yourself up and then, you know, that people take aim. And I, I just, you can say something, whatever you want about when we're on the show, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I did want to do an interview book. This is years ago. This is probably seven years ago that I approached um, a publisher and I said, I'd like to do an interview book where I'd say Mike Krzyzewski's on and you print out the interview he critiques the interview and then I respond to his critiques of, you know, what he liked or not a fair question or that was interesting or I didn't know. Like, so if I got, let's say, 30 of my favorite interviews and then I was going to get John Swatsky, who is the person who taught me how to interview. Uh, he I, I read about him in a magazine and uh, he was from Canada. And I said to my boss at SportsCenter, I said, we got to bring this guy in. And John Swatsky came in and gave a five-day, eight-hour-a-day seminar on interviewing. And I wanted to get John to then critique my interviews and the questions I ask and how I ask them. And I thought that that might be a, a nice tutorial for people to understand that you can ask the right question, you follow up with the right question, or because you ask the right question, you get a great answer, as opposed to, I leave you with yes or no as your response. And that was the only thing that really excited me. And then Howard Stern came out with one the last year and he kind of published his interviews. But I wanted it to be almost a master class in interviewing or understanding the art of interviewing. And I still struggle with this every single day. How to phrase a question, a short question. Don't ask, answer and ask a question. 
And I thought that that might be interesting that I would give the subject their opportunity to critique my work. And in turn, I could respond to what I was thinking at the time or why I went there and almost put you in my mind of how I get ready to do an interview or in the process of the, inter- of the interview, how do you react? You get something where you go, wait, did he just say, I go back to what Pete Rose said when he said that he bet on his team, that he only bet on his team. And I remember at the time thinking, did Pete just say that he only bet on the Reds? And that was his rationale. And he said, I bet them to win. Every night I bet the Reds to win. Now, if you're a gambler, that makes no sense. But Pete said that, and then you realize you've got some gold there. Now, what do you do with that? And you want to open up that treasure chest. It's when you get those moments where you hope you get, you're not sure you got it, but you got to be a great listener. Those were things that I wanted to put in a book. But other than that, my life history or my top 10 list or who I like or don't like, and I, I, I had no interest in that. Let me take a break. Uh, a couple more phone calls coming up. And uh, the situation with the Houston Rockets looks pretty grim. I don't know who wants to stay in Houston right now to play for the Rockets. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As a report in the New York Daily News, Stefan Bondi saying that uh, Tampa emerging as the front runner for the Raptors. If they can't stay in Toronto for this upcoming season, it would be Newark, Nashville, or Tampa. And then he goes on to say Florida taxes always beat New Jersey taxes. The uh, Raptors, like the Blue Jays, might have to relocate somewhere in the United States. Be good for Tampa. I had heard Nashville from the beginning, but uh, Newark or or Tampa, I guess, on the uh, possibility list there. Jesse in Los Angeles. Hey, Jess, what's on your mind? Hey, DP. Hey, bud. Hey, thanks for taking my call today. Um, that was an amazing interview with uh, Emmanuel Acho. Very insightful and just what a rising talent that guy is. Yeah, so, he's only 30 years um, of age. Uh, you know, very yeah, short. I'm, I'm, 30, I'm 33 and I'm like, well, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> but that guy's great. Um, hey, in reference to his book title, Awkward Conversation with a Black Man, you know, it's no secret that my favorite sound clip is the celebrity journalist Flo Anthony clip, but a close second is of today's famous, or sorry, infamous birthday girl, which is Tanya Harding, who turns 50 today. And as I recall, you had a pretty awkward conversation with her and her bodyguard, Paul. So any reason to bring that up, I'll take it. Have fun with that, Jesse. (laughs) Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, I think that was 2003, 2004, but I don't know if I remember it that well. But uh, she was doing some promotion that she was going to be at a uh, hockey uh, game and she was going to do, I, I think in between periods, like there was a boxing match or something and we had her on and I'd never interviewed her before. And uh, we started going down a road and she, uh, she put her, I guess, agent or producer on and it was, hold You're on. You're really going to go there, Dan? Yeah. Yeah, and I said, yeah. And they said, hold on, Paul wants to talk to you. And I go, I'm not going to make a skeptical out hold of my boxing Hold on Paul wants to talk to you. I'm not going to make a oh, skeptical. Yeah. Hey, yeah. And then Paul came on. Hold on a second. Paul wants to talk to you. Paul Bravo. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, we're doing a radio interview. Yeah, Paul. Uh, it's called a radio interview. Don't keep it positive. <laughs> keep it positive. Oh, uh, that was a good Let's one. Say he goes like, Paul Brown here. <laughs> yeah, like I don't give a damn who you are. If you, oh, what, the, the Paul Brown. Oh no, Paul Brown. Oh, I've oh, been waiting. You know, I want to talk to you, Paul, more than I do Tanya Harding. <laughs> a Paul couple Brown things here. that stood out to that uh, 
Paul goes, what are we doing here? And you said, I'm doing an interview on a national radio show, Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're doing a radio interview. We're going to bolt stuff, man. Yeah. We're going to bolt stuff. Yeah. And then about 45 <laughs> seconds before that, you brought up religion and that's where Tanya and why, if you repented, why wouldn't you not want to talk about this? And, and why would someone do something like this? And, and she goes, you really want to go there? And you go, well, I, I kind of would. I said, yes, <laughs> I do. Like you're telling me about your religion and you're born again. And uh, all right, well, you kind of have to confess to your sins and repent. And let's talk about what happened with uh, Nancy Kerrigan. You really want to go there? Yes. That's why I'm asking the question. It's <sighs> Haven't had her back. Nah. Haven't had her back. I think we're good. I think I'd rather have Margot Robbie on, who played Tanya Harding. Yeah. It's a fantastic. Yes, thank you, Tanya. That might not be a fair poll question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I saw where the Rockets, it's abandoned ship here. So Daryl Morey put this together. He's gone. He's now in Philadelphia. Russell Westbrook Jr., the third one's out. I got Eric Gordon, who's upset. P.J. Tucker, who's upset, does James Harden want out? Yeah, McLovin. Send him to Philly. I mean, Harden, I, it, the more you hear about the Rockets being uh, dissatisfied, it just makes more sense. Okay, how are they dissatisfied? Because Russ wanted out of Oklahoma City to play with Ru- or, uh, James Harden. Harden wanted Russell Westbrook there. I, I got Eric Gordon, who nobody cares about. Like, he wants to, hey, I, I want more touches. Who's the uh, knucklehead that got sent home house? Yeah. Remember, he was getting to know one of the cleaning women? Yep. And then he's upset with his role with the Rockets. House arrest. <laughs> he's, he's lucky to have a role with the Rockets. Like, who do they think they are? You're the Rockets. Get a clue. So if you're the Rockets, get rid of these guys. You've got to start over, right? I mean, this, this core is not going to – I don't know if you can. I don't know what you're getting for Russell Westbrook. And where are you sending him? What are you getting in return? But, but Harden is what – this is what Harden wanted. Russell Westbrook wanted this. So I don't – you know, P.J. Tucker is a nice player. Nobody cares about P.J. Tucker. Eric Gordon. They're complaining about their usage – you're on a team with two of the biggest ball hogs in NBA history. Like, are you, are you surprised about your touches? Yeah, Paul. I could see LeBron and Frank Vogel, the Lakers, just sitting there watching all this disarray. Hopefully it, like, it bleeds over to the Clippers. More mm. disarray. I mean, I don't know. If the Clippers want Russell Westbrook, I, I mean, he's a nice player. But he's just a nice player now. I could see him going to the Bulls, playing for Billy Donovan. But I'm sure the Knicks are going to get in and, and think, wow, we got Russell Westbrook. We're relevant. You're not. Now, you got a player that we might know when we tune in, but that doesn't make you relevant. Detroit's a name that came up. Memphis is a name that came up for us. I don't know about Harden. If Harden wants to be there. Who wants Harden? He's, a, he's the, you know, they're, they're a fascinating regular season team. They are one of my favorite regular season teams to watch. In the postseason, they're not a good team. Yeah, McLevin. Could say Harden did go to Philly or like is can he is there a fit where he can win a title like um, other than the Lakers or the Warriors? I mean, is there a team that he can be that piece, or does he have to hog the ball so much that he? Might I don't. Not I don't know if he can change. I don't know if he'll he'll change. Can you imagine him in three years from now where he's like the third option? I could never imagine that for James Harden. 
Remember Carmelo? Carmelo was basically a ball hog. Like he had to, if it went to him, it stayed with him. And then he realized, hey, if I'm going to salvage a a second career here, I got to be a role player. I got to be the third option there. And because of that, he revitalized his career. It feels like everybody wants out of Houston. That's fun while it lasted. Head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes, Ryan Day, will join us. More phone calls coming up as well. The Masters is, ooh, it's nice and bright and shiny there. Final hour coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today lazarus naturals committed to improving your life as well as the world around you not available in idaho iowa or south dakota you never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials so it's best to always pack a columbia pfg solar stream elite hoodie to protect against the sun I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 